and welcome to Genius Hack. Hello. It's week, what, what are we on now? I've lost three. track at this point. Is it three? Yeah. I'm thinking three. Yeah, three sounds about yeah. right. <gasps> we've done so many, we've lost track. I know, it's so great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, 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 we're flying through them at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic stuff on tap today, as yeah. we always do. Some really interesting I was going to say interesting science is kind of uh, obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, to be fair, there is kind of boring science. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> We strive to not have any boring science on this show. Yes. We keep it as interesting, as fun, and fun as humanly possible. Yes. Um, <laughs> but today we are going to be focusing a lot on um, AI mm-hmm. and stuff to do with that. Both the scary side of AI. I was about to say so, you know, you might get scared. Existential yeah, crises, you know. The works. You might get a little bit put off by, it, but we're fine. We're going to yeah. keep it. We're going to keep grand, it all light and, and airy. Yeah. We still um, have some time to have, like you know, a backup plan or what to do when AI does eventually take over the world. You know, bunkers, things like that. Oh, we've plenty of time. We're yeah, fine. yeah. We're it's not, not tomorrow. Gonna, we're anyway. not going to die tomorrow. Yeah. We don't know anything don't that you don't know, do you? <laughs> 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 you don't know anything we don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got some really interesting stuff to talk about. It's a really, really interesting topic um, yeah. as we try to keep all of our topics interesting. And something that's kind of advancing a lot more in recent years. Yeah, well, yeah, and more than I think people realise as well. Yes, which um, is, again, a scary kind of thing. I think when people think AI, they still think Star Trek and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. It's like, uh, no, it's a lot more, it's a lot closer than we think. Yeah, it's, and it is, it is a weird subject because, I mean, particularly the AIs that look human. Mm. those ones I jumped like it's, it's the uncanny valley yeah, type thing yeah and I nearly did my dissertation on the uncan- uncanny valley oh you should have that would have been really interesting did it on punk music instead oh well, that's quite good that's yeah. quite good I did mine on a music related thing as well it was music ah. and film so it was kind of we oh, both, nice, we both nice. went music kind yeah. of field so um, this can be our dissertation on the uncanny yes, valley yes this well, will be our uncanny valley dissertation this will be a recurring theme <laughs> <laughs> but um And we are back on Genius Hack. Welcome back to the show. We are indeedy. Indeed, we are indeedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of el- you know, the, the techni- technical term. <laughs> the technical term, yeah, the longer word indeed is just short for indeedy. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. Speaking of fun facts, oh, segues. Ah. Segues for days. Yes. Um, <laughs> AI, as I said, that's what we were going to talk about. Yeah, and we're going to go. We're going to have a bit of a like a proper discussion uh, in the second, not the second half of the show, but in the middle bit. Yeah, <laughs> where we do the bigger topics <laughs> um, later in the show. But we are going to start off with some interesting facts, just some little fun factoids yes. about AI. Um, and I've got some interesting ones here that I found online. Um, I don't know them. No, you don't know them, which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, one thing, it's kind of an interesting, just an observation more than a fact, and it's that mm-hmm. most AI is female. Yeah, mm. that is very true. The vast majority of them are female. Um, there's no specific reason for it yeah. o- other than... Now, I, I know there's some companies who've done some market research in this and found that the vast majority of people, whether male or female, prefer to have a female voice. I've heard this too. It's less threatening or something yeah. like that. Um, and it's just people find a female voice nicer. Yeah. I think it sounds nicer. So they prefer to, and I'd be the same. Like I think if if I had like it's like when you set up a sat nav, how yeah. many people, how many people do you know have changed it to the male voice? Not very many. That's very true. Mm. And even Siri and things like that. Yeah, Siri. I, I don't know. Can you change? You can change Siri's yeah. voice, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, but even the fact that the default. Yeah, the default is female. Yeah. Um, where I've Windows computer in front of me here, Cortana. Um, on Windows computers, Cortana's female. Oh. 
Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, Amazon Alexa. They're all all yeah. female. And all a lot of them have nice names, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. There yeah. you go. There's another fact. Most AI seem to have nice names. Yes. Um, but yeah, I found, found that really, really interesting. I never really noticed that before. But you're right. They're female. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Um, another <laughs> part of the reason for it is they're saying a lot, the, the vast majority of people who work on AI are male. Okay. And that just due to generally, um, obviously we're generalizing here, but in general, most males um, statistically would be straight males, therefore finding females attractive. Yeah. If you're talking statistically speaking. And it could be something to do with that too. Maybe, that, yeah, even subconsciously. Yeah, that whether they mean to be doing it or not, they want to be working with a voice that they find more attractive. Yeah. Therefore, they aim to have the, the thing be female. Yeah. Mm. Huh. So there you go. Um, another thing, artificial, artificially intelligent pets are coming. But, well, now they're kind of, they've already been knocking around. Like, yes and no. Remember Dexter? Dexter? Yeah, that little, that little silver doggy. With the ears, you get different colours of ears. Yeah. The clear, kind of clear plastic-y kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. And like it would learn tricks and it knew its name and you could Yeah, but they it. were seriously rudimentary. Like they were basic. And this is like the 90s. So oh like, yeah, yeah. Um, but like AI pets have been in the works for a long time. Yeah. They have, and they are kind of continuing to be um, kind of developed because they want it to be so that these things are like actual animals. Like, so they actually have habits and personalities and things they do. Um, and the reason for it is because uh, over time, it's going to become increasingly difficult to actually have pets. What? Um, because we're going to end up in situations where a lot of cities and stuff you're seeing are becoming more and more high-rise heavy. Um, and a lot of apartment buildings and stuff like that don't like people having pets. Um, a lot of, and even now, a lot of, say, rented accommodation are against people having pets. Yeah. Um, and because it's going to be harder to get, <laughs> Orla is so <laughs> sad looking right now. Because they're going to be harder to get, they're going to become more expensive because people who are trying, you know, these places who are actually selling pets um, are going to be trying to still make a profit off them. So it would be much more viable for people to actually have little robot pets. But, like... What about what about shelters and and do- strays and like when you don't get your dogs or cats neutered and well in theory because them? there'll be less um, dogs and cats around in general there'll but be there'll less be strays more, they'll be more abandoned yeah, but <laughs> this is really this is really upsetting me <laughs> when you suddenly really really wish that you hadn't brought up a topic. <laughs> puppies I'll adopt them all well there you go Orla yeah. is now uh, I've got offering, you covered that's an actual offer out there yes. now Orla will adopt all the puppies give me and kids and, and the kitties I am, give me a few hours I will get a house and it will just be filled with all all animals and I'm going to be beautiful but putting aside that bit okay. I do like the idea of a, like a, a, a robot pet yeah for like if you're in a situation like say where you work a full time job mm-hmm. and it's not like it's it's just not feasible to have a pet but you want one it right. would be kind of nice to be able to have a pet that you can turn on and off <laughs> yeah that is true and you know, or that you know like won't die if you have to go on a business trip or something like well, that well that's what they were saying and they were also saying that it'd be really cool for say kids yeah. to get this kind of robot pet when they're kids as a warm up to a real one well, that, but also <laughs> as a, a lifelong companion because in theory, you could bring this, say this, if, if this is an AI kind of thing and it has a brain and memories and stuff. It's in theory, live forever. Yeah. So in theory, you could say like it's a robot type thing. So its body's going to yeah. break down. It, of course, it will over time. But you could in theory transfer that into another 
body just like when you get a new phone you can do a full file transfer and transfer everything over to your then new phone. again then again now spoiler alert <laughs> have you seen big hero six yes i have baymax mm-hmm. you know the ending yes and he transfers the card that is essentially baymax mm-hmm. and he rebuilds the, i'm so sorry about the spoilers yeah um, if you haven't seen this movie then just stop listening for like yeah. the next minute or so <laughs> But yeah, how do you feel about that? Like, you know, the way Baymax gets lost in the abyss and then Hero essentially remakes Baymax and it's still Baymax and all this. Well, if he still has the same memories and the same, essentially like, if we're putting this in human terms, the same brain, then it's still Baymax. But do you not, like, I felt if I was a kid watching, watching Big Hero 6, I would be completely satisfied with that ending. I would have had my cry and then everything would be okay. (laughs) But because I'm a grown up, I had this very moral dilemma. And it's like, is a person, is it, is it, is it just, it's, it's, even though it looks the exact same and, and Mm -hmm. Baymax's memories and all this was transferred into a new thing, is that it? Is it still Baymax? Because, I mean, the exterior didn't go on the adventures that you did and it didn't... Uh. Yeah, I know, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, physically speaking, and if we're, if we're just putting it down to uh, the physical side of things, yeah. then yeah, okay, it's not Baymax in that sense. But I, I tend to prescribe to the, the notion that we are not this, you know, we're not this physical yeah. shell. Yeah, that's true, that's very true. Where everything agree. that goes on inside, where our yeah. brain, where we are made up of our experiences yeah. and our memories and the things we've been through and our personal relationships with people. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing in this sort of sense as well, where this robot toy will, or pet in this case, will have been with you through so much and will have done so much and it will have memories of these things and it will yeah. have learned things. And if it breaks down and your option is you have it completely broken and it can't go on these adventures with you anymore or it has a cool new updated body that can do so much more. But isn't that, but that's life. Like these things happen. But it doesn't have to be. But then you're getting into a whole new thing of like emotional development. Yeah. And acceptance. I think we're starting to get in then to like the idea of almost the ethics of the whole thing. Yeah. It's, um, didn't think it was going to go this way no, but this but is interesting no but I kind of like that it has yeah. um, let us know where you stand I'd love to know where people stand actually yeah um, on the Facebook the Instagram the Twitter where <laughs> this is complicated every time <laughs> yeah. Facebook is the easy one it's just yeah, Genius Hack just you'll genius find hack. it just Genius Hack yeah. um, Twitter is Genius Hack 925 yeah and sorry we made this so complicated. Yeah. It wasn't our fault. Uh, Instagram is genius underscore hack. Yeah, 925. <laughs> um, um, like, we might, maybe we'll put up a poll or something like that. Yeah. Um, and leave it open for a bit. And just to kind of get your, get your opinions on it, because I didn't think this was, this kind of road didn't cross my mind, like the mm. ethics behind it. But the more I think about it, like with pets, yeah. Often with younger kids, like they're given a small pet, like a fish or um, hamsters and things yeah. like that. And they tend to not have a very long lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like they are a very good pet for kids because they're small and yeah. they're easy to look easy after. Easy to take care of, yeah. Um, and to feed and they last like maybe five, six years. Yeah, you Sometimes get about that. Sometimes fish yeah. can last very long. But um, uh, hamsters, they, hamsters and gerbils, they usually get maybe about five, six years. And... It is. It's not a great. What's the giggle? No, sorry. My sister. When my this is a slight aside. We'll go straight back to this. Oh no. My nephew's hamster died when he was younger. Like this would have been 
she was probably talking about 10 years ago at yeah. this point um, the hamster died and she couldn't bring herself to tell him that the hamster died so while she was in school bought a new one <laughs> but it turned out that the hamster who was a boy was pregnant Oh, as in the new replacement hamster was pregnant so she had oh. to come up with some sort of explanation for how the how uh, <laughs> if a male hamster had suddenly got <laughs> pregnant and it was just I think they just went with oh we obviously were wrong it must have actually been a girl all along <laughs> surprise but um, no, I know what you mean. We, yeah, like, we use them as like training, I suppose, for to get yeah. kids used to the fact things die. And not in a negative sense. It's no. just a way of kind of a, an easy way of kind of teaching children about life and death and things like that. Yeah. And that it is very sad when a pet dies, but it's it's life and it's, it's okay and all this. Mm-hmm. So with an AI pet, you're taking away that... Like, obviously, it's really hard when a pet dies. Yeah. Um, and, like, it, it's it's lovely to have the kind mm-hmm. of an escape, but it, is that kind of being, kind of turning a blind eye, kind of like, la, 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 la. Yeah. Going I, to forget about death until... See, I think, for me, I'd take it as something different than a pet. Yeah. I'd sort of have a pet in one category mm-hmm. and these AI in air quotes pets mm. as another category I'd see these more as like a companion type of a thing okay. in terms of you could get this for a kid as the kid's growing up and it could learn yeah. about the kid and it could be fantastic for children who have um, whether they be different types of disabilities yeah. or maybe kids who have stuff where maybe they have to learn to take medication at specific times and stuff yeah. and these pets being artificial intelligent robotic things would be able yes they'd know what to do Mm -hmm. they'd be able to alert people if something had happened like say the child is out with this robotic dog or whatever Mm -hmm. type of form it takes and the child has a seizure or something and it's in an area where there's not a lot of people around the dog or the robot because you have to take into account if this was a thing to happen in the future it would be common people would know excuse me people would know people have these robotic companions true so if you're walking down the street and you see one of these things running towards you and it has some way of signalling danger there's a problem I need help and runs back gets you to follow it basically back to wherever this child is that's a very good point a lot of things like that I think they'd be fantastic to have as a companion yeah in theory, because everything does now, they'd probably have cameras. Yeah. So there'd probably be a lot of stuff where moments in your life that right now, how many times have you said, oh, I wish I had a camera for that. Yeah. Or I wish I'd remembered to take a picture or a video of that. Yeah. This little buddy would be taking pictures and photos the whole time. Very true. So you'd have those memories captured regardless whether you remember to or not. Yeah. And actually, just thinking, as I was trying to, like, visualising that scenario in my head, are these AI pets in your head fluffy or metal? They're metal. In my head, they're fluffy. Ah, maybe yeah. you can get a cover for them. But, yeah. <laughs> it's like your iPhone. You can get a cover. But then when I was thinking about them, like being fluffy, would it fall into the uncanny valley again? Possibly. Um, and, and somewhere on the scale. Like it wouldn't be in the valley of the valley, but it would be somewhere on the on the downwards. Um, possibly. I, see, the I, downward I imagine graph. we have a, an innate need in a weird way, mm. to customise everything. We do. So I reckon what would end up happening is, just like, I mean, you don't have a plain cover on your iPhone. No, it's not a plain, you know, you have like different things and you've had different it's cool space ones. Space and unicorns. It's space and unicorns right <laughs> now. But people don't have like plain covers on stuff. Yeah. So I reckon people would do the same thing. It's like, you'd get this robot pet. Like a doodle bear, but a dog. Yeah, a doodle dog. <laughs> doodle so, dog. But you could put your, maybe you they would make it a thing where you could put your own kind of skin on it or design yeah. what it looks like or if you want to keep it looking robotic and stuff then fine you could do that true 
I'd imagine Could there would flames be. flames make it go faster. But that's what well, we know. Flames do make things yeah. go faster. Yeah. So yeah. Or like stripes. On, yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Go, they're called go faster stripes. But for for the love of everything, never, ever, ever put flames and stripes on a vehicle or on an a. Just don't do it. Oh no, that's too much speed. No, you t- you'll time travel. There's you will. Tell you you'll now. time travel. Yeah. Back in time as well. Which Back is in just, time. It's yeah. going to get very confusing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is definitely something I think we'll we'll continue the general conversation on yeah. this because that started off as facts and it turned into just the general a discussion. discussion. I think we'll just continue the discussion because yeah. that was going to be the main topic anyway. Yeah. Um, we're tro- we're we're throwing uh, structure out the window today. It's, it's just it's too <laughs> it's big a, a topic. Day. I think it's it's yeah. to kind of staple it down. Exactly, but, uh, and I'd say there's going to be more episodes on it. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You can't really contain this all in one episode, but okay. um. What we'll do is we'll take a quick break and we will come back after this and continue our discussion. And you're very welcome back to Genius Hack. Um, and we were just discussing AI and we accidentally started talking about the ethics of AI. Yeah, we kind of went into a, a, a bigger discussion, yeah. I think, than we realised we were going to go into. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do have more facts for me, though. I do have more facts yeah. for you. Um, and I think as well as that, as well as having more facts, I think they're kind of delving in. Like this one I'm going to look at now <laughs> is kind of delving into the region of sort of what we were going on about there anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea of the possibility of people having romantic relationships with artificial intelligence. Ah. Um, I had watched this episode of, and I'd suggest it to anybody who likes science. You've probably seen it. If you're, if you're in any way interested to this, in this show, you're probably interested in a lot of big YouTubers who do mm. uh, science stuff, especially Vsauce, who yeah. are one of my favorite science YouTubers, YouTube channels. <laughs> um, but uh, Michael from Vsauce has his own show and it's, uh, it's called Mindfield. And they, uh, spoke, he spoke to a guy who, but the guy's name was Harold. And he had a, a game on a Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. And basically in that game, you have a, a digital girlfriend. And oh. But it's one of those situations where it's, very, it's, a, it's a very different kind of a game. Because she's not always there. She's not always accessible, first of all. So she can be busy. <laughs> so you can go turn on the game and she's not there. She's busy. Um, so she has a life. The character has a life. Oh, my God. Um, and it, it is a dating simulator in a sense. In that, like... The, you have to kind of put a lot of work into it because yeah. he he spoke to her every day for two years and apparently him and the character still aren't like official. <laughs> you know? oh. they're, still, they're still only oh. friends but it's leaning that way. You know, that kind of thing. And well, it's like... The, cr- the thing is, you're, you're listening. <laughs> yeah, Chris, imagine that. It's a game. You bought the game. The only function of this game is to be in love with the player and you're still in the friend zone after two years. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but no, I think it's it's one of those things where I think now we look at it and you can kind of mock it a little bit because yeah. you're kind of like, it's a bit strange. It's the guy who's playing a, a, a dating sim video game and he's fallen in love with this character. But when you kind of look at where we're going with artificial intelligence and we've completely yeah. accepted the idea that we could have a companion yeah. we were talking about that earlier we've, we've accepted this idea that we yeah. can have a companion um, we've also we can see looking at the direction artificial intelligence is going that mm. we are going to end up having you know being able to have proper intelligent conversations with these things so is it completely out of the realm of possibility to think that we could have meaningful relationships if not that yeah. kind of, even at the least friendships I definitely think so because 
You think it way, is out of the realm of possibility or you think no, it's no, not? No, 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 sorry. That, um, that's definitely like in the realm oh, okay, of possibility. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I meant that it wasn't just a question. Mm-hmm. Um, because given today's society and yeah. given there's not really a such thing as a nine to five job anymore. Right, yeah. Regardless of where you work, whether you're like, and I use nine to five as an example. Like, I mean, if whether you're in retail, whether you're in media, in offices, yeah. in whatever field you're in, because you have a phone, you are consistently available, whether you want to yeah. be or not. And you can, and even you can turn off notifications or you can decide not to check your emails. But we are so, you, you have to make a conscious decision to not rather yeah. than to check. It's not what, like it used to be where you yeah. actually have to physically go and turn on the computer if you yeah. want to check your emails. Yeah. Now you hear a ping in your pocket and you have to look at it. Exactly. Like it's very yeah. hard to not look at it. And like before, if you were to bring work home, it would be physical. It would be paperwork. It would be in the form yeah. of a folder or maybe a floppy disk. Mm. So there's, <laughs> Whereas, a phys- there's an actual end in sight. Like. Yeah, but now there isn't. Mm-hmm. So and like it's very easy, especially in kind of higher up, like CEOs and things like that, or not necessarily. Well, not necessarily that high up. Just management in general. I suppose, that's so. it. Yeah. Um. It. Uh, it can be all consuming because you're completely consumed by your job. Mm. And it can leave very little time for making time with actual humans. So yeah. if you're given this option of an AI companion who not won't necessarily get angry at you mm-hmm. for not replying or having to work late again or for not coming home. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be and it would it would get rid of it would be, diminish loneliness, I'd say. Well, that's one to point an extent. Harold made that it does it it helps him with his depression. Yeah, that's um, that's what I was going to suggest. You know, he finds being able to have this conversation with these things with this character, with this person, um, he refers to her as a person. Mm. Um, he finds it helps him with his depression. It helps yeah. him uh, get through a lot of stuff. Yeah. And um, but but the an interesting point in what you made there, or an interesting point in what you said there, is um. You talk about, you know, maybe they're not annoyed that you've come home late and stuff like that. But would they be? Because that's the thing. That's why I said not necessarily. Yeah, because if they're self-aware and if they can think and if they can, you know, we're thinking long game here. Like, not this isn't tomorrow or what you could do now. We're talking like, you know, 50 years time, what's going to be possible or longer even. Uh, Would this be an adjustable setting? Would this be a feature that you can opt for? The one that would be kind of angry or whatever, yeah. and because then would that can be you pick its personality like yeah, like a sim, like in Sims where you get to pick personality traits yeah, and like you know similar interests. Do you want somebody who you can argue with to debate? Like if you're a mm-hmm. politician, can you just completely customize? Do you your want someone AI? who's sarcastic? And, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting one. And then you come back around to this whole idea of ethics again. Exactly. Where is it ethical to be able to go and choose its its personality and stuff? Yeah. Because we talked, we actually talked a little bit off air about the idea of um, will we get to a point in time where um, the rights of artificial intelli- artificially mm. intelligent beings is an actual concern, you know, where we have to actually stop and look at, you know, are we giving these things rights? Yeah. Do they have rights? Yeah. Because if they are an actual, again, uh, it seems crazy, but we're not talking, again, in the short term, we're talking long term here. Um, 
if this thing is... Given the trajectory of AI at yeah. the moment, it is heading towards that direction. Yeah. That they are going to, there's going to be very little differences between us and them. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. So if... So, and if they do become self-aware, then will it not be an issue of us wanting, like, like debating whether we should grant them rights? Will it be an issue of them defending themselves and demanding demanding rights rather than a debate between humans and will it become an issue where say you get one you get some sort of a robot specifically for whatever task but we'll say in this case we'll keep it we'll we'll say cleaning yes you get one that's specifically that's its role its role is to that's what you wanted it for to keep the house clean would it have rights in terms of you can't make it work more than a certain amount of hours because would that be unethical you know and again, these things sound mad. They sound absolutely off the wall when you yeah. look at it by our modern standard because that would be like saying because your phone has an AI in it because Siri, yeah. Siri is an AI. Yeah. Because your phone has an AI in it, you shouldn't be able to use your phone after 12 o'clock at night because that's immoral. Yeah. <laughs> so when you look at it by our modern standards, yeah, that sounds absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. But when you, you humanise them. When you, when you humanise them and because that seems to be what they want to do. Yes. You know, that seems to be what people are working towards. And that is where the uncanny valley comes in because yeah. then you're trying to, you need to find that sweet spot where they're human like enough for you to trust them, to interact with them as you would with a human, open up to them. Yeah. But then you can't go too similar because then something's triggered. And it's it's setting alarm bells off saying like this isn't right. It's like that's why you feel so uncomfortable when you do see say the likes of Sophia. Mm-hmm. She's very human like. She has like she can make jokes and smirks when she makes Facial the Facial expressions are very human. Yes, and her eyes, like she's now her eyes they're they're still like kind of dead eyes, but they're not completely emotionless. Mm. Look up Sophia actually if you haven't seen Do. the video of Sophia. And let us know how you feel. There's a clip you showed me earlier of Sophia on Good Morning Britain. It's a very good clip. Being interviewed and making jokes and, and responding comments. in real time. Yes, these like they weren't like maybe they were pre pre-programmed questions, but from Possibly, what yeah. from what I could gather, it didn't seem like it. It seemed very off the cuff. Exactly. The way she was being interviewed, mm. um, it seemed very spur of the moment. And the way the two interviewers were doing it as yeah. well, it was kind of like, because one of them was very put off. <laughs> she was like, oh. Yeah, very. And the other one was kind of just, you know, having a bit of a laugh with it. Yeah. But um, talking about that, wanting to make them become more human and yeah. ability to talk to them. Have you ever heard of the Turing test? No. Um, it, it's basically a test that was devised uh, by Alan Turing back in, um, I actually have the date written down here, I'm not going to try to remember, it was 1950, oh. um, or in the 1950s anyway. And essentially the test was, and this is how far back they've been talking about this stuff, yeah. an artificial intelligence. Essentially what the test would be, would be a test to determine whether or not the person speaking to the this artificial intelligence would know it's artificial. Yeah. Um, and an example they give is, this is the example that they gave at the time, would be a group of humans in... Um, a text conversation okay. um, and the person is you know they're in the conversation they're chatting they know that there's a possibility of I, I think they have to know that there's a possibility of one of the people in the conversation being artificial okay. but it's all text so it's all sitting down and yeah. typing Okay. and what will happen is you start off with uh, all people and at one point then during the, the session one of those people will be replaced by an AI Okay. And if the person who is interviewing or who's asking the questions or having this conversation with the computer 
cannot um, identify and decipher the fact that, oh, it's now an AI. If it can't tell the difference, then that AI has passed the Turing test and ah. therefore would be considered on the road to being, you know, conversational enough text-wise. That's very interesting. That's mm. a very good test yeah. as well. Because, like, especially that it's in text, because when it's verbal, mm. either not necessarily watching a video, just hearing an audio, you can tell, like, yeah. they can. it can sound very similar to Synthesized a human Synthesized speech voice. will never sound perfect. Exactly, or yeah. Or we think it will never sound perfect. Yeah, it, it we may. never know. Um, but in text, everybody sounds the same. Yep. You're hearing it in your head. Like. Have you done chatbot? Have you spoken to chatbot? Yes. That's something, if you haven't done that, Cleverbot. Is, is, it it is it Cleverbot, I think it's actually called? That would be a really good one to do. Um, I haven't written down. Yeah, it's Cleverbot. Yeah. Um, go and try it yourself. Now, you can trick Cleverbot. Yeah. Um, Cleverbot's not that clever. I haven't tried it myself. I've seen YouTube videos. Do it YouTube and try it yourself. It. Because yeah. it is fun to try... Um, to try trick it a little bit because okay. sometimes it'll realise you're doing it um, and it will trick you back yeah yeah. but what Cleverbot does it's it's, it's quite clever <laughs> is it kind of it's not that it is in, extremely intelligent it's that it's tricking you into thinking it's extremely intelligent okay because it has this massive database of conversations yeah and um, it, it remembers yeah. little bits of things so as you're talking it will remember bits but if you referred back to something that it said ages ago in the conversation it's not going to remember that but also um, when you're talking to an AI like in that kind of sense you dumb yourself down because you naturally do yeah yeah so it it, it would be difficult to kind of get to have a, like as if you're having a normal conversation mm. and asking normal questions with a human it's um, different. You're kind yeah. of you're throwing softballs. Yeah, because you don't expect it to know, but yeah. sometimes they do know. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there have been a case. I was when the the night I sat down, and I decided to do it and have a, a kind of chat with chap with Cleverball. Um, I was sitting down doing it, and I remember at one point I said, like, I think it was the start. Of, it must have been the start of the conversation because I said, "Oh, hello, Cleverball," yeah. and the response back was, "I am not Cleverball." It's like, uh. oh, okay. So I said, "So who are you?" My name's Dave. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, this thing's actually quite funny. Yeah. So I kept referring to it as Dave throughout yeah. the whole rest of the conversation. Yeah. And it responded to Dave every single time. Nice. And uh, I, don't, I don't know whether, you know, if I went back in now, whether Dave is supposed to be its name or something. Yeah. Or whether it was just that little quirk that in the conversation I it was having. It decided on that It day. decided its name was Dave. <laughs> but um, that stuff is so fascinating to go in and actually give that a shot. Because mm. I think... If you're really skeptical on where it could co- it could possibly go in future, mm. I think if you've played about with Cleverbot, again, you're going to trick it, you're going to yeah. catch it out, and yeah. it's going to get confused a couple of times. But it will give you a little brief idea into you know if we can if it can do that now, what yeah. can it do in you know not even I'm, I'm not even going to say like ten years, five years, I was five say, years I was, of development. I was going to say ten. I was like, no, five less. Yeah, it can already do what it's doing now. It's going to get better. But I mean, I know, I know you don't have an iPhone, but um, look at I'm Siri. Android. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Android. I'm iPhone. Um, look at Siri. Well, look Google at has the Google Assistant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's the same thing. Um, but like, look at Siri. When that came out, it was like it, it had a minimal, like it was kind of tricky. Now there's still quirks, you know, it's not perfect yeah. yet. But you can kind of banter with Siri now. 
You can have, yeah, you can actually you, have a laugh. Yeah, too, yeah, you can, she'll tell you jokes and you can ask it more questions, more silly questions. Like, um, oh, what's your favorite color or something like yeah. that? And she'll give you an answer. Or so well, clever, but. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, and Siri only came out, what, three um, or four years ago? I don't know, Siri's around a lot longer than that. Really? Yeah. Siri, Siri is around a lot longer than that, and and thanks to the uh, the advances of the internet, I can very quickly check how long Siri ah, has yes. been around. Um, but yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it has been. Actually, I think it might have been about 2011, because I think the first iPhone that I got was the first one with um, Siri. I'm thinking, perhaps. We'll, we'll find but, out if you're right. Um, and that's not even that long ago, like no. And for her to have come so far and to have. Essentially, a sense of humor like it's not a real sense of humor. Two thousand and ten. Oh, so close, so close. So we're about eight years. Uh, February two thousand and ten. Yeah, so, so it would have been the iPhone on four, nine. iPhone four S. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, I think it was the iPhone four S, and that's what the S stood for. Siri. Siri, I could be wrong. You could be wrong. I because don't, I don't that know. was the first one that had the S after the name. What sorry, we'll this is, is an absolute tangent. We, we'll I'm look so some sorry. of this up during the break, and we'll come yeah. back because we do need to take a break. Yeah. Um. When we come back, we are going to do some news. We're going to go into some news stuff. But I think we'll, we'll continue this a little bit as well anyway because it's just such a fascinating topic. Yeah. Um, we are. We have said earlier on that we are going to do a part two. Um, we have ideas for our Christmas and New Year's episode though. Yeah. So we're going to do those first. But I think maybe start to the New Year. Um, but second episode of New Year, we might dig into it then. Yeah. Um, we're definitely are going to return to this topic because it is a, it's a fascinating topic. And that would be a great opportunity for you to get in touch as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we'll give you the details on how to do that after the break. Yes. And we didn't know which one of us was going to do it that time. <laughs> oh, we should have rolled with it. We could have had it in unison. We could have. That would have sounded yeah. so good. Could you just pretend you didn't hear that and we'll do it again? Yeah. And, and you're very welcome back to Genius <laughs> Hack. No, that doesn't no, work. No. <laughs> We tried. <laughs> we tried. Um, quick reminder as well of our social media if you do want to get in contact because yes. we're going to quiz ourselves on this again because we're going to get this down. Yeah. Uh, Genius Hack on Facebook. Yes. Genius Hack 925 on Twitter. Yeah. Genius underscore Hack 925 on Instagram. Yes. Uh, and people are starting People are starting to get on board the old Instagram. I've they noticed are. that the follower count starting to go up. Yeah. <laughs> get on the bandwagon. Absolutely. We're super trendy right now. And this week we had a pretty exciting thing happen as well. We are now on iTunes. We did. I was like, we did? We did. We did. <laughs> we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And yes. we're going to, just because it's, you know, we're, it's where we started yeah. our roots, we're going to stay on um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud as well yeah. because there are some people who are listening uh, primarily on SoundCloud. Exactly. So we're going to keep it there. And a lot of people like do prefer SoundCloud to yeah. the likes of Spotify and things like that. Well, yeah, and it's a bit more kind of... I don't want to say open source because it's not in that sense but it's just mm. a bit more it's a bit less commercial seeming or something I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's a bit more punk rock yeah. Um, but yeah so we're going to keep it up there um, but yeah get, in, get a have a look at our uh, Facebook uh, or excuse me our iTunes and our Spotify and subscribe yes and subscribe do. to the show and you'll keep you up to date on when new things come out and um, if you're listening on iTunes actually because you can do it on iTunes leave a review oh do yeah. good idea because you can do it there and we want to hear what you guys think of the show. We want to. We want feedback. Because yeah. we're still only babies at tech. Yeah, like we're only babies. We're yeah. only starting. We want this true. Um, but we're going to quickly, I think we, we are going to have one or two news stories in a minute, but there's one or two little last things when it comes to AI that I think it'd be cool to talk about. Yeah. Um, one thing that I looked up there recently was there's an, an artificial intelligence called Sylvia. 
Yeah. Sylvia is really interesting. I had to write down what the acronym was because I knew I wouldn't remember it. <laughs> um, so Sylvia stands for Symbolically Isolated Linguistically Variable Intelligence Algorithms. That's Ooh. a mouthful. Um, basically, it's it's a new it's new as of about two years ago. So at this point, it's probably ancient, but um, it's a new type of AI. Essentially, um, the it was founded by Leslie Spring. Uh, essentially, what the idea of it is is she doesn't just a lot of AIs will get their stuff off the internet. Like they'll go mm. and they'll find all the information off the internet, and they'll basically just nearly read you a Wikipedia page. Yeah, actually, the likes of um, Siri and the Google Assistant and Alexa are great examples of that. Yeah, if you ask a question, you know, what is World War One? It will answer <laughs> back basically the first few lines of a Wikipedia page. Yeah, or with Google, it's the Google cards. Yeah, it will use them. Um, sorry, my nose is very itchy. If you hear weird, if I just punch the microphone, <laughs> there, that's what that is. But um, what? Uh, Sylvia does is actually so much more complex where it oh. looks up the information and it synthesizes an actual answer. I was about to say, does she like condense it? It's not even that she condenses it, she puts it in her own words. Wow. She literally paraphrases and puts it in her own words. That freaks me out. That is that is a bit mad. Yeah. Uh, and you can have a proper conversation with this. It's like what you were talking about earlier with um, Sophia. Was it Sophia? Mm. Um it's a similar type of technology. Okay. But, yeah, a little bit different. It's it's mad. When you actually listen to it, it's it's scary how, like, real this sounds. Um, that episode I was talking earlier about of Minefield, if yeah. you have a look for that, it's the, the I think it's called Artificial Intelligence. I think the episode's huh. actually called. It was easy to find. Um, but he talks about it in that. Like, I think he, he actually does a little bit of an interview with, um, with the robot or with the AI as well. Very good. Now, it's not in a body. Um, that's the one thing that Sophia has over Sylvia. Yeah. Uh, Sylvia is not, or uh, Sylvia, excuse me, is not in a body. Yeah. Um, it's currently just a, it's, a program. It's a program and it has a face on a screen. It does okay. it that way. Um, but it's kind of looking at the fact that it's it's looking at it from a different way. Like the whole idea of having a body, it's not really necessary that it would have a body. That's yeah. more animatronics and yeah. stuff like that, which is really cool too. Very cool. But um, yeah, the fact that this thing is just, it's synthesizing answers. It's synthesizing speech. That's mad. And coming up with ideas and answers. It's like, it's mad. It's mental. Oh, it's, so, it's so cool, though, that we are in a time where this is happening. It's we, very exciting. We live in the future. Yeah. And I think we live in a, in a bit of a sweet spot in a way in mm. that, I mean, we kind it's of... It's still exciting. It's still exciting. We're still discovering and learning new mm. things. And in, like in our lifetime, I don't think it's realistically possible that AI is going to become overly dangerous yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I could be wrong you're on record um, now so there's proof for, for AI to like shove this in your face in like you know two or three <laughs> decades well yeah, maybe see, less I could be completely wrong um, <laughs> but there was I a, for one accept our AI overlo- overlords there's a, there's a guy um, he's a, a very well known professor uh, you might have heard of his name Michio I might always get his name wrong Michio Kaku don't know. Um, he's a Japanese-American um, scientist. You'd probably know him if you've seen his face. Um, but he had a, he had a thing. He was talking. He was interviewed and he was talking about artificial intelligence. And he was sort of saying that by the end of the century, mm-hmm. uh, artificial intelligence will probably have the intelligence of a chimp. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. on the surface you think, oh, well, that's not great. But not chimps are extremely intelligent, first yeah. of all. And also, it will have the intelligence of a chimp, yes, which is less than the intelligence of a human. Yeah. But it will have speed, the speaking ability of a human. And yeah. it will have, it'll probably, realistically, the end of the century, you're still talking the guts of 100 years. 
it will probably look a lot like us. Yeah. It will move a lot like us. Yeah. And okay, it won't be as intelligent, but, but it will be close enough. Because, I mean, have you ever watched just nature documentaries and watch how Tim's problem solve? Yeah, it's it, fascinating. It's so cool. Fascinating. Yeah. So, like, saying that, and I think part of what is like, oh, we're smarter, is the speech thing. It's because yeah. they don't speak any of our recognisable languages. But if this AI is, then that's going to completely rearrange the, the what's what would be, like, the standard yeah. for, like, how, like, oh, I can't think, like, on a graph <laughs> kind of thing. There's, I'm, it's been a very long or day. Or tired. Christmas shopping. <laughs> Melts the brain. Um, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Um, trying to calculate or fathom mm. how we see intelligence now. Because if it's technically the intelligence of a chimp, but with speech that we we can recognize. Yeah. Then it's... It's like, going to seem can we put very it on the same to us. Yeah, it's going to seem more intelligent than a chimp. Th- think about it this way. We already look at AI so and kind of we already look at AI now and kind of marvel at how intelligent it seems. Yeah, and it has a fraction of a fraction yeah. of a fraction of the intelligence of a chimp right now. Yeah, because it's not necessarily independent. No, it's not independent at all. Yeah, really, um, it's not self-aware. Yeah. chimps are self-aware. Yeah, um, did uh, Dr. Michio Kaku made a, a a really interesting point? He said, um, "We're we're probably I'm going to just say now we're not going to get to the new segment at this point because we are yeah. running out of time here. I apologize." Um, well, he spoke about it and said, you have to look at it this way. Chimps are self-aware. Yeah. A chimp knows it's not a chimp. Yeah. A chimp knows you're... Oh, sorry, a chimp knows it, it, it is, it a, is chimp. a chimp. And it knows that we aren't. Yeah, and it knows you're not. Yeah. So if it was in the room with me and you right now, it knows us and it are different. Yeah. A dog doesn't. A yeah. dog is not self-aware in that same way. Dogs think we're dogs. Yeah. I've often heard cats think we're Below really them. stupid cats, essentially, <laughs> yeah. who can't hunt for themselves. And that's why cats will bring in dead animals yeah, and stuff for like you to eat. eat. It's like, eat, you're going to die. Um, <laughs> and you look cold. Yeah, it's like, here, eat something. Um, so they just think we're bad cats. Yeah. And dogs just think we're the leaders of the pack kind yeah. of thing. We're the pack leader kind of animals. Chimps know we're not chimps. Yeah. So realistically, it will have the intelligence that we put into it. It will have the intelligence of a chimp yes. in, to an extent. But it will also, kind of crazily enough, have... Um, <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. It will have all these extra little bits as well, which will kind of garnish it a little bit. It will be able to speak to us. It will be able to reason stuff. It will yeah. know it's, it, it will be self-aware. It will know it's not human. There's different categories of intelligence. It's not just smart or dumb. Yeah. It's, it is the categories of, say, being self-aware, where AI now isn't. Mm-hmm. Having speech, where AI does have that, but chimps don't. Yeah. And that doesn't mean the AI is smarter than a chimp now. It's no. all these different categories. It's. I'm telling you, we do have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but we also, we're going to have to come back to this in future. Have a part um, two. Absolutely, we're going to have a part two. We barely even have time for an outro. We're yeah. going to just kind of have to go. Um, we will see you <laughs> guys you for next week. Us. Thank you so much for joining us. We have our Christmas special next week with some Santi-related science. Definitely stick around for that. It's going to be a bit of fun. Um, have a great week. Have a great, happy Christmas. And happy Christmas. It's Have a great run up to Christmas. We'll talk to you on Christmas Day. Yes. Um, so yeah we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for joining us bye